Joga Benito, Nogamit, Yalpal, Kualon Kafa, Bola Sepak. Whatever you call it, football is the world game. And 32 nations are descending on Russia in search of the ultimate prize. Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England. These are countries that have held the World Cup aloft. But this show isn't about those countries. This show is about the dark horses, the long shots, the battlers with a fistful of hope and a heart full of pride. This is Metallica, colon, minnows versus the world. Colon, roundabout to Russia. Hello and welcome to Medallica Colon Roundabout to Russia. Woo-hoo-hoo! How are you, Rig? Mate, I am so, so good. So We're back. to be back. We're back, fam. Yeah, we are. And for the next month, we are bringing you the world's biggest sporting tournament, a sport that we know nothing about. Zero. Absolutely zero. none. <laughs> but you've asked for it. We're bringing it to you so well <laughs> thus far and totally unresearched and unplugged. Absolutely. So, here's how it's going to work. We are going to be bringing you a weekly show. We are mm. going to be bringing you, uh, for the first time, we're able to cover Australia. So, we will, as they are a minnow. They are, they are very much minnows. Completely. We're, and no one is expecting shit from them. You including know, us. <laughs> you know who is expecting shit from them? I'll get into that name in a second. We're going to be doing a weekly show. We're going to be doing a preview show for every Australian game. And then, because we hate ourselves, we're going to do immediately finishing all of the Australian games, a rap show. Yeah. Which, after drinking it's, it's at 2 a.m. <laughs> it's that simple, guys. Do you get all that? Great. Take notes. There will be a test. We're going to jump straight into it. And today... This is our World Cup preview show. We're going yes, to look through... the mega show. We are looking through the groups mm. of the World Cup. Yes. We're looking at them, and literally, we are looking at them, because we have once again <laughs> got no football knowledge. <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of observation from us, but... If you came here for players and in-depth analysis, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> you can just show yourself right the fuck out, because we are starting from the top. We are. Let's straight into it. Yeah, let's do it. Bam. Group A. Group A. Yes. I've called it the the group of human rights violations. <laughs> A group of civil unrest. Yes. Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, Uruguay even, <laughs> Russia and <laughs> Egypt. And uh if you actually that if you actually look at it on the on the FIFA website, that's how they're listed. Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, Russia and Egypt. If you look down the first letter of each, it spells sure. It spells sure. <laughs> As in, you're going to give women the right to drive, but then also give them other rights that don't require permission slips from a man, right, Saudi Arabia? And Saudi Arabia's like, sure. Sure, as in, you're going to be gracious hosts and welcome all football fans, regardless of sexual orientation, right, Russia? And Russia's like, sure. Sure, as in, you're going to allow journalists to criticise the government without fines or imprisonment, right, Egypt? And Egypt's like, sure. Sure, as in, you're going to implement a rule stopping pre-trial detainees being held in prison with actual convicted criminals. Right, Uruguay? And Uruguay's like, sure. (laughs) These countries are fucking awful with human rights abuses. (laughs) I'll tell you what. The big thing here is, as you look down that list, not only is it human rights abuses, but it is some fucking god-awful football sides, as we've discovered. (laughs) Russia stink. <laughs> they, they <laughs> so bad. Stick so bad oh, at football. Yeah. Uh, but literally the kid invited to the party because it is his party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't kick me out. It's my house. Yeah. 
exactly <laughs> you right. all have to tolerate me. Uh, Uruguay. Yeah. Luis Suarez. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Opinions are divided generally uh, about him. Yeah. Mostly on what weapon should be used to murder him. <laughs> Because he is considered to be the greatest striker of a generation by some and a rat-faced racist by most people. Every time I think of Luis Suarez, my go-to is that Simpsons quote, and who could forget Rat Boy? (laughs) Yeah, actual vampire Luis Suarez. Who's he going to feast on this tournament? Oh, just feasting on carcasses. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, fortunately, that's why they put Uruguay in a group of actual murderers. <laughs> because if there's one oh, thing man. that is going to keep Luis Suarez from just going around and gnawing on people's calves and necks, <laughs> it's the fact that their fans will actually jump the fence and murder him. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, okay, so uh, to to a slight amount of, uh, of football knowledge uh egypt one player we didn't agree to this <laughs> i told you i'd done one one iota of research so apparently they have the best player in the world right mo salah oh yeah uh he is and uh, he's just had this insane season set the world alight he's kicked a shitload of goals uh liverpool yeah yeah, yeah liverpool yeah, um yeah. and he went down at a Champions League final about three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And everyone in Egypt is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> because after that, it's like having the best player in the world and then <laughs> 10 other names. <laughs> and then Jalil from accounts. <laughs> they, they legit have a 45-year-old goalkeeper <laughs> because <laughs> they are hoping that... <laughs> Salah will kick more goals than they will concede. <laughs> than someone's dad lets in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I also like this quote about Salah, which is from the coach, or the, they call them managers in, uh, in soccer, but yeah. from, uh, from the, the, the soccer boss, as we'll call him. <laughs> They've said. In football, or <laughs> no gamet to our Serbian Croatian <laughs> listeners. Ah, oh, Joga Benito. <laughs> anyway, he said, Salari is in a stage of recovery, not just for treatment on his shoulder. We need to improve his demeanor. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Is that a horrible translation of, or what? No, that's, he was speaking English. <laughs> Sounded like someone dead said put that through Google Translate. <laughs> no, he legit said we need to improve his demeanour. I'll tell you what, Egypt, when you have one player and then fucking just guys who own a pulse <laughs> making up the rest of your side, you don't get to dictate. No. This stinks of some kits and Nevis <laughs> all over again <laughs> saying, really hope Mr. Kim Collins oh. decides to grace us with his presence. Mate, that is, that is amazing because I love how you say the Egyptian people don't get to dictate. They get dictated too. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Egypt. All right. Uh, also, as far as, um, Mr. Jose Marino, yeah. who, uh, Jose Marino, <laughs> Jose Marino, he is all over the drugs at the moment because I want to read out what starts off incoherent and ends batshit crazy. (laughs) Jose Marino is speaking to a television channel about uh, his predictions for the World Cup. (laughs) He says, I think France, no problems, will finish first. 
Big fight to finish second. I'll go for a surprise. Come on, Australia. Let's finish second, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, in Australia's group, in Group C, as we'll get to, the other people in there are Peru and Denmark, both ranked inside the top 11 nations in the world. And, and France. And France. <laughs> and so you go, oh, okay, well... Maybe he does know something and we should all get excited as Australians. However, he then goes on to say that even though hosts Russia are in the midst of a dire run of form, he, cho- he chose them to finish second in Group A behind Uruguay, ahead of Egypt and ahead of Saudi Arabia. And it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Rig, bold yeah. prediction for Group A. Yeah, mate. Uh, sure, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm, I, uh, I, I cannot go past a Latin American nation in 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 any form when it comes to football. Like I said, I have no idea. Great. So Uruguay is going to top the group for me. Done. Followed by. Let me just flip this coin. Russia. Oh, Jose, God. Jose. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking all of Jose's Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, no. Look. What fine. about yourself, mate? Uh, we're all about minnows. So yep. I look at that group and I see Uruguay plus three minnows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, I am all about Team Egypt. Yep. T-Egypt. T-Egypt. Yep. Closely followed by my utter disdain for Russia. So I'm tipping Saudi Arabia and Egypt to go through in a boil over. Nice. Love it. Suarez somehow feasts on his own teammates, <laughs> decimating his side. All right. Group B. Yeah. We'll, we'll run through them. Portugal. Yeah. Spain. Yeah. Morocco. Yeah. Iran. Yeah. A real, a real case of the odd one out. There's a, Isn't it? It's an awkward game of duck, duck, goose in that fucking group. <laughs> Iran is just sitting there going, I guess this is it then. <laughs> and, mate, I'll tell you what, there, there, there are going to be some real weird riots uh, happening when Portugal and Spain play each other. Some real little brother, big brother shit. Yeah, big, big time. It's all sangria and port <laughs> bottles being smashed on each other's heads. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's almost like the group of gastronomy plus Iran. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. A- great. You want a tagine? Yeah. Some pinchos? <laughs> Would you perhaps like a wonderfully seasoned chicken? Yeah. And it- Iran's food. <laughs> <laughs> and also Iran. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm also expecting another uh, historical stoush between uh, Spain and Morocco. Yeah. Uh, the Moors fucked Spain up centuries ago. <laughs> And now we have paella. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how history works. I just skimmed the Wikipedia page. It's yeah, it's tough to know who would actually win in a modern day war between these guys because yeah, the, the because, Spaniards are notoriously lazy. In- <laughs> Portugal has done absolutely nothing to develop what would be called a defence force. Uh, they've been on a downward slide since Vasco da Gama bit the bullet. <laughs> Believe that was about the seventeenth oh, century. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Morocco still talking about Magellan like he's getting down in the fucking club at Lisbon. Yeah, big time. And uh, and Iran have just got their own fucking shit going on. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Portugal and Spain, obviously two uh, football powerhouses. Yeah. And I say obviously because I read that in a prediction guide <laughs> two minutes before I, we started recording. I literally looked at the group and was like, I know those countries. They play football. <laughs> they own a football. <laughs> Uh, I reckon Spain will win the whole thing. Do you? I really do. 
<laughs> you know what that's based off? Nothing. Fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. I just, I like, you sound like your wife right now. I like their uniforms. I'm a big fan of red. Yep. Big time. <laughs> Yellow and red. Complimentary colours. <laughs> uh, what about yourself, mate? Mate, uh, I want to, I want, I'm going on, on what I want to see. Morocco topping the group from nowhere. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Rig Group B. Morocco. Morocco to top the group and uh, and Portugal to to go through a second. So Spain miss out because yeah. Morocco pulls and, out an all time tournament. And also, I hated your prediction. <laughs> I just wanted to go anti you. Great. Well, I mean, obviously, from a minnow perspective, we would love to see Morocco and Iran go through. Yep. At the expense of uh, the the two 2010 <laughs> champions <laughs> yeah. of the world. Yeah, and the possessors of Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> and R- Ronaldo plus ten. The, the Cristiano Ronaldo experience plus ten. <laughs> Hashtag Are You Experienced? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's Group B. We move to Group C. Yes. Obviously, quite a vested interest for us. Yeah, absolutely. Here on uh, the small island nation of Australia, yes. Terra Australis, <laughs> as, the, as the Portuguese called us. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So we've got France. We've got Australia. We have Denmark. And, and we have Peru. Yeah. So... So, funny thing I saw when I was on the FIFA website, it's actually listed France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark, which is hilarious because all the first letters spell out FAPT. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I find that funny because it is. Uh, fapping is also what I assume France did when they saw the draw <laughs> and was like, I cannot believe this, sacre bleu, we're going to fuck everyone. <laughs> it's, as opposed to uh, Denmark... And Peru, who are both like, how did the, I get drawn in the same group as France and also you <laughs> to each other? <laughs> They're ranked 10 and 11. I could not believe that. Like, I, I looked... thought the system was designed to stop that happening. I, know, I, was, like, I was like, Peru, I was like, it's Peru, right? It's, They're it's surely just, terrible. It's, it's full of, uh, of young millennial Australians trying to find themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Machu Picchu, the shit Machu out of themselves. Machu and fucking have $3 Coke for days. Yeah. Well, whereas Denmark is the most polite country I've ever been to, and I cannot imagine them any comp- ever competing in anything. You've got you've to be polite when you're charging through the anus for absolutely everything in, in that country. <laughs> oh, totally. Milk, 14 bucks. Yeah, that's it. What was that? An espresso mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Just write us a check. Oh. Um, so... The Netherlands played in that final against Spain a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, probably 2010, actually. It was 2010, yeah. Uh, they had no chance against Spain. Yeah. And so they came in hacking the bone and <laughs> kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. Their head coach at the time was a man called Bert Van Murwick. <laughs> you know who he is now? Uh, he's the he's the new coach of Australia. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> notorious head, re- not, notorious head kicker and street fighter Bert. <laughs> you know that someone called Bert has had to fight early. <laughs> he's an absolute scrapper from day one. <laughs> he has no ethics whatsoever. He's throwing down some fucking Luis Suarez street justice. <laughs> It's all teeth and arms. Yeah. He's made soups out of people. <laughs> anyway. So Australia. Yeah. yeah. I'm but, so psyched. I'm I'm psyched. I'm psyched to see that they're gonna get done like a dinner <laughs> oh, in every God. game. They're gonna get absolutely rinsed. 
Uh, but they'll be one to watch anyway because we have to. Because we have to. And uh, uh, I'm I'm really really confident that Australia will certainly play. <laughs> End of sentence. Uh, well, <laughs> Australia. So with uh, with well, just as with the World Cup squads of your we've said over there, commentators are going to be really struggling to read the names as I saw <laughs> oh, when they, they when they put it up. As one commentator on Facebook put it, it looked like the roster at a Serbian restaurant. <laughs> I was like, that, that is, is brutal. brutal. <laughs> Very brutal. Uh, also, Tim Kale. Yes. Most storied socceroo that we have. Or as I've called him, Father Tim <laughs> Time Cahill. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yuck by you. Get the fuck out. I'll do the rest of the sing myself. Um, Tim Cahill obviously has, uh, is basically Australia's only road to goals. Yeah. <laughs> In the last three World Cups. Yeah. He has some kind of weird mind game, uh, relationship with Bert, who I think has basically gone, I'm. It, there's a new sheriff in town, a Burt sheriff. <laughs> you know how this is going to go down. If you if you don't come and bow down at the altar, I'm fucking benching you. Yeah. And so Timmy Kale, he basically left uh, Melbourne City to go and play for second tier English club Millwall. Yeah, that's where he started his career. Yeah, 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 and. Somehow, a combination of injuries and I guess not getting played, whatever it was, he has only, in 10 matches over there, played just over an hour of football. Oh, shit. That's, that's an hour in 10 fucking weeks. That is insane. That's that a is, holiday. That is 900 minutes of which he played 60. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So, Bert has said this to Kale via a press conference, which I assume was immediately relayed back to him. <laughs> Very much a an awkward, angry, past the salt type scenario. Oh, here we go. He said, maybe I will let him play for a period, or he will not become a better player by one game. The problem was, was already in the last half year. Then, but when I need him, he must be ready. We've discussed <laughs> that, and he'll be ready for that. If it's 30 seconds or 30 minutes, when I need him, he must be ready. <laughs> I'm like, Bert. Bert owns a sex dungeon. <laughs> Bert has done weird shit to animals. <laughs> that's, that's some His heavy. body must be ready. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> Fucking hell, this dude sounds weird. Yeah, but you don't say that to the guy who basically single-handedly won Australia its World Cup game against Japan. Yeah is the only reason that Australia was even close to uh, to the mark 2010, Six. 2014. It's like yeah. he has scored, I think, all our World Cup goals bar oh. one. Yeah, Aloisi scored one in 2006. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, Kuehl scored. Oh, yeah, Kuehl. In between getting red carded. <laughs> anyway. He, but, yeah, he... Tim Cahill, I, I just so he's going to be forty. Is he going to be thirty eight? Thirty eight. He's look. He's no forty five year old Egyptian cleaner <laughs> keeper. That's all I want to say. I just like so everyone knows his very famous shadow boxing routine with the corner flag that he yeah. has. I just I can't wait to see something more age appropriate. Is going to go and do like a shuffleboard or like <laughs> fucking bingo style celebration. Just sit down on a chair and get a marker out with paper. <laughs> you, you wait till he plays canasta with a corner post. <laughs> yes. 
That'd be great. All right. So we're tipping uh, France to go through. And Australia. Australia. Yeah. Bang. Absolutely. There we go. All about that. I can't wait till Australia play Peru at midnight on a Wednesday and then we record a car straight after. Oh, someone actually said to me, they're like, you're going to take the next day off? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. (laughs) And that person was your boss. (laughs) Group D. Yeah. Argentina. Yep. Iceland. Yes. Croatia. Yes. Nigeria. I'm so glad this is Group D because Argentina is about to use a big D to fuck (laughs) the rest of them. Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria. The only thing they must be thinking is, fuck, thank God there are two <laughs> there are spots. <laughs> because, foregone conclusion, Argentina going through. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you yeah. don't, it's no you don't, surprise. You, you don't, don't fuck that up. You don't need to be a fucking rocket scientist, or in this case, a football guy, to, <laughs> <laughs> to know that Argentina is legit. Yeah, Argentina, greater than sign, rest of group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Croatia, I assume that they're still there or thereabouts. Like, they play soccer. Sure do. They're there. As do the rest of the <laughs> countries, which is why they're here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> n- n- Nigeria, uh, I think they they nailed the Olympics a w- couple, yeah. couple Olympics ago. Yeah, 96, 96 they won the gold medal. Four? Oh, shit. Did yeah. they win a fucking gold medal? Yeah, Epic. yeah, yeah. And they so it's look it's going to be a race for second in this yeah. group. Uh, I'm I'm like all I hope team it's Iceland. I, yeah, I'm I hope it's massively Iceland. team Iceland because the way that I look at it, Rig, they've stolen everybody's hearts in the same way that they used to steal everybody's women and gold. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, the there. It's no surprises that they're my favourite minnow in this comp. Like, Big time. I've spoke we before we even start the show. I was like, as soon as Iceland got through, I was like, this is amazing. Team Iceland. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go and smear blue and red and white fucking paint on my face. <laughs> um, the smallest smallest nation ever to qualify. Yeah, quarter of a million people. Apparently, the whole country fucking shuts down when they play, and they reckon ten to fifteen percent of the country is gonna be in Russia. How fucking mad is that? Oh, what's that? 25,000 people? (laughs) (laughs) That's still fucking huge. That's huge. You know, the crazy part about that is I can't imagine why anyone is going to Russia if you don't physically have to be there to perform. (laughs) It'll be great on a TV and you'll definitely not get murdered. Like that's the that's the upside. Well, d- definitely asterisk. You could probably still get murdered at home. But <laughs> you could still get murdered on TV. It's yeah, Russia. <laughs> true. But realistically, that scenario of uh, of Iceland's fairy tale finish to this World Cup. Yeah, their game against Croatia. Yeah, feels epic. Yeah, like, it's one of those ones where that the the air could come out of this balloon. Faster than a sad, vengeful dad at a birthday party for five-year-olds. Like <laughs> you could, you could see this going downhill. Yeah, no, totally. But I, I reckon, and I'm hoping that it's Argentina, Iceland, one-two. I hope, I hope that, I hope that Iceland get out of the group. It's what I'm aiming for. It's what I put my house. On. <laughs> I was, I was wondering why you've been sweating Iceland hard. <laughs> Uh, I personally look forward to seeing Iceland players such as <laughs> Snorri Inerson. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Snorri. 
Oh, oh yeah. It's a, and also, they have to perform at the World Cup because they basically said, we're not going to the Winter Olympics because we're too busy getting excited yeah. for the World Cup. <laughs> They've actually got biathletes on this team. Yeah, totally. All right. Group E. Yeah. Brazil. Mm. Switzerland. Yes. Serbia. Yeah. Costa Rica. This, uh, this group is shaping up to be an absolute bloodbath of biblical proportions. Yeah. This, this is going to be rivers run red shit. Yeah. It, like, okay. So, like death and taxes and my Sunday hangovers, like yeah. Brazil being good at football is like, it's a constant. A constant. They've yeah. won the most ever World Cups. Uh, five? Five. That is just, F- they've won a quarter of all World Cups. And the first World Cup was in 1930. So they've been good forever. It's insanity. (laughs) That's just, it is mental. Like, yeah, 20 finals, they've been in seven of them. Like, (laughs) what the shit? (laughs) That's actually madness. Uh, I'm tipping Brazil to win the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of room left on that bandwagon, which is poorly constructed and cost a billion dollars. (laughs) Classic Brazil. (laughs) Uh, Switzerland. I, for the life of me, didn't know they played soccer until I saw them in this pool list. Yeah. <laughs> I assumed they made chocolate and banks. And cheese. Yeah. And, and Sarah Hofflin. And Sarah Hofflin, good, yes. Good gold medalist. Good gold. <laughs> good, 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 good gold. Good gold medalist. Uh, isn't she just? For Switzerland, uh, I don't know if they're any good, but Costa Rica, surely they're not that great. They're quite good. Are they actually? Yeah. Are they good or was it like the USA was that bad? Ooh, that's that'll be hard to tell. This will be coming up in one of the groups. In, in coming one of up. the groups, yeah. Uh, Serbia again. It's just one of those constants where you go, cool. Serbia will will be good at soccer. They play soccer. Yeah, they, they sure do. They have fuck all else to do. They play Nogamet. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're unified on Brazil. I'm most go likely going through. I'm going to go Switzerland. At, to top the group. No, no, no. To for, to come second. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> to top the group. Yeah. Uh, do you think I'm an idiot? Morocco is coming <laughs> first in that other group. <laughs> All right. Brazil one, Switzerland two. I am going to go with uh, Costa Rica. Ooh. Number one. I will go Costa Rica one. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. And I look forward to uh, seeing Brazil scrape through in a scrappy street brawl (laughs) with gentlemen Switzerland. (laughs) Nice. What are we up to? Group F. Group F. Number F. Who we got there? Germany. Yes. Mexico. Yep. Sweden. Yep. South Korea. Amazing. So Germany trying to go back to back. Yep. Uh, Literally... And it's, it's again one of those lopsided groups. They are going to make teams eat their shiser, is my prediction, <laughs> which they will also likely film and upload to the internet. Yeah. Uh, they, it's what they do. They, it's what they do they best. Do, they do two things. Austerity measures <laughs> on other countries and shiser porn. I have it on good authority from our correspondent on the ground over there, Holger Heineke, that... Uh, <laughs> It's it's you sort of you sort of roll the H into a K sound, yeah. but uh, they are already celebrating winning. <laughs> yeah. Does not surprise me. No. And the, they're the, doing the, that classic German uh, way of celebrating, which is of course polite applause. <laughs> exactly. Very effective. Uh, have, having a civil, not rowdy beer with mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
watching it in the comfort of your own home and not frequenting a local establishment. Yeah, so uh, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. We, you and mm. I, we have we have an actual hole in our hearts because of South Korea being yeah. there. It's a defect that I, we came back with. I have a deep malaise. Yeah. <laughs> As a result yeah. of South Korea. I was sick for about three months afterwards. You got actual avian flu. I thought I, I legitimately thought it was SARS. We were joking about it, and I'm like, I actually think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You were you were not a well man. Um no. Sweden again can't I know that they've been in a World Cup final. It was in I think nineteen thirty eight. Oh wow. Uh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but they haven't, I think, fired many shots and now, since then. And now they've got uh, well they've got you know, one of the best players in the world, the very Swedish-sounding Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> uh, but I think he's getting on a bit now. So uh, he's a really great player, but I, I actually think he he's actually getting quite old. How would you graph him on the age scale between Kale and old Egyptian goalkeeper? <laughs> he's younger than Kale, he, but he's like still quite old for football, not for the earth. For the earth. <laughs> I was about to say, because 45 is old. Yeah, yeah. For, for like, life terms. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, I reckon I reckon, I reckon, South Korea will, will, will surprise people, I reckon. Oh, yeah. huge. And I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put them in at number two. All right. Behind, I'm behind Germania. Yeah, I... <laughs> as they like to be called. As they prefer to be called. <laughs> I'm sticking with Mexico. Yeah, and nice. I'll tell you why in yeah. our new segment. Awesome. All right. Group G. Yep. Belgium. Yep. Panama. Yep. Tunisia. Yep. England. I've called this group the, the group chaos of- ball. <laughs> Isn't it the group of two halves? It is literally just the lotto. <laughs> like, I literally, I, I read the group, Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, and England, and I just said audibly, what the actual, <laughs> actual fuck is that? <laughs> I reckon we'll see a four-way tie because no one will ever use these countries like I just did in a sentence ever again. <laughs> so England are guaranteed to choke in a hilarious fashion. Oh, and I am going to straight up group C slash FAP <laughs> when they do. So that's a guarantee. So you can you can write in pen, you can inscribe in stone that England are Not guaranteed past the group. <laughs> England are guaranteed to draw with one of these piece of shit countries in the middle. And like, guaranteed yeah. to draw. And like most people, until today I just thought Panama was a song by Van Halen <laughs> and a brand of paper. <laughs> but here they are, a legitimate country sort of shrugging their shoulders along with everyone else in the group. I'm I'm, but I'm eyeing I'm... off that draw with England. <laughs> Belgium are like Thanks for coming. <laughs> we are good at soccer. Yeah, I think Belgium are actually quite good. Yeah. Uh, so they... I know that was a semi-final I saw there or thereabouts. They are good. They are good. They're from, yeah. a, they're from the good part of Europe, yeah. which is that like middle to Western European block. Yeah. We've got like France, Spain, Germany, the Portugal, the yeah. Netherlands. Like yeah. That's where it is. Yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. Your, your World Cup winners come out of. Yeah. Unless, of course, uh, you are Italy or the Netherlands. Never forget, <laughs> suck shit. <laughs> I'm so glad Italy's not in this. It's amazing. Never forget. It's amazing. It is the best. Yeah. It, so. it is. They've, I mean, you can't be too unhappy if you're Italy. You won four yeah. of these fucking things. Exactly. You've and won four of them. Yeah. It's it's mental. It's like fucking take a knee. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> sit this one out. Like, <laughs> fuck Let's, off. Yeah. Let's just see what happens when everybody else gets a shot. I reckon Belgium number one. Yeah. 
I'm with you. I'm gunning for Panama number two. I will absolutely lose my shit if they get through. Oh, it's going to be the best. Because they had to actually kill people to get through. <laughs> because you know who else was in their group? Who? Honduras. Honduras. Oh, yes. The capital of the world. And Panama had to play an away leg. They oh. just made it back. They had seven of their players murdered <laughs> mid-match. Got on a plane, came what? back with the remaining four, made it through. Asterisk. I actually, Real events may differ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dramatization may not have happened. I was just like, is that, <laughs> you said it with a wide eye. Enough conviction. I was just like, it's legitimate. It's a legitimate thing. Everyone gets murdered in that part of the world. They do, but Panama, they're on, uh, on holidays. They're enjoying their time in Russia and they will absolutely tear it up and go through in second. I think so too. Or lose all three games <laughs> and go home early. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? To- Lotto! Powerball! <laughs> buy a ticket! To the cheering of Hondurans everywhere. <laughs> Who gather at the airport. <laughs> Their airport, obviously. <laughs> Spiked bats at Panama City. <laughs> Alright. Group H. Put it in H. <laughs> Poland. Yeah. Senegal. <laughs> Colombia. <laughs> Japan. Yeah. The Motley Crew dinner party <laughs> that no one wants to end up at. This is literally everyone's par- everyone's partners meeting at a dinner for the first time. <laughs> this is the singles table yeah. <laughs> at the worst wedding ever. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm, so a lot of people are going to tip Poland. I'm saying, that, I'm saying that they are, they're the, num- legitimately confuses <laughs> they're me. the number one seed in that group. What? I'm saying that they won't get through the group stage. You know why? Why? Because if their training plans are anything to go by, they are a bunch of absolute fuckwits. <laughs> because this is a, this is a true uh, story that's just come out in the news in the last sort of 12 hours. Polish star Kamil Glick is in doubt for the tournament after injuring himself trying to do a bicycle kick during training. <laughs> he broke his shoulder. Oh my god! With <laughs> a bicycle who kick, practices a move that almost never ever gets done. Also, who practices a move that is invariably going to lead to injury? <laughs> oh yeah, like, so bad. No, you cramp your whole body. No yeah. one's done a bicycle kick and then landed on their feet. It's literally like jumping. You land on your neck. <laughs> it's like jumping off a one meter diving board onto cement. <laughs> How is that going to play out? That's... <laughs> hey so, guys, someone... let's just have a fun fool around oh. after training. You know what I'm going to do? Break my head. <laughs> so fun. Two weeks out from the World Cup. Just have a fucking physicist to come in there and like do 3D models of how fucking stupid that would be. <laughs> like it's just like. Basically, you jump up and do the reverse snail and <laughs> fucking land on your fucking C6 vertebrae. Yeah. So you're aware of how gravity works. Yeah. Disregard that. <laughs> Throw yourself around like you're in space. <laughs> what could go wrong? Oh, mate. So for me, Colombia. I'm a big fan of Colombia. What one to watch? Great team who have a real white line fever for the game. Bunch yeah. of rip snorting young guns. <laughs> Who will delight everyone in the stadium from the front rowers to the nosebleeds. <laughs> They'll come out wide-eyed and excited. And opposing teams will have to clamp them down and not give them a sniff. Oh, cocaine. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, be- well, I apologise to all of our Colombian <laughs> listeners. 
<laughs> However, Rig does have a point. <laughs> Historically, hashtag cocaine. Um, but they're also batshit insane. Oh, yeah. They're the country where a guy scored an own goal in 94 and then he got back to Colombia oh, and then right. got shot. And he got murdered. Yeah. yeah. He got off the plane and fans killed him. <laughs> that is that is actually mental. Uh speaking of mental, the there was a there was a player uh who who played for for Colombia back in the 90s. Uh he was the goalkeeper. His name was Rene Higuita. And he is, is he the guy who runs up the field? Uh he oh, is. No. oh yes. They literally call him El Loco, the <laughs> madman. <laughs> he literally is from Medellin. Like in Colombia, where Pablo Escobar ran all the drugs. Where normal shit goes to die. Yeah. He li- I love this this call out where they just say, On the pitch, Higuita was known for his dramatic flair, composure under pressure, and eccentric playing style, often taking unnecessary risks and actively coming out of his area to anticipate opponents, <laughs> play the ball out to defenders, and undertake individual dribbling runs. <laughs> <laughs> An attempt to score goals, which led him to be described as a sweeper keeper, which is fine in theory. It's like a zooper duper. Yeah, in in practice, in the 1990 World Cup, he seemingly dithered with the ball at his feet near the halfway line, <laughs> enabling Cameroon striker Roger Miller to dispossess him and score, <laughs> putting Cameroon through to the quarterfinals. Higita described it as. A mistake as big as a house. <laughs> and it gets better. He goes back to Medellin. <laughs> he goes back to Medellin. And he's... <laughs> he goes to prison in 1993 after getting involved in a kidnapping with who? Pablo fucking Escobar. <laughs> Oh my god! That must have been just before Pablo oh, Escobar died. Mate, this is so fucked. It's so yeah, this he received sixty four grand for his services, which breaks Colombian law as it is an offence to profit from a kidnapping. That is the crime, <laughs> not kidnapping. <laughs> Profiting from kidnapping, kidnap all you want, just don't get any fucking pesos for it. How dare you come in here and tar the noble profession of kidnapping? <laughs> he, he goes to. Jail for seven months. This is classic Columbia. Gets released without charge. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> After afterwards, he said, "I'm a footballer. I didn't know anything about kidnapping laws. <laughs> like it was an honest mistake." <laughs> Motherfucker looks like Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> What's his last name? Higuita. Look at his Rick James. Look at him. <laughs> He did so, oh, but the thing he was, he was, like, his, had, had, his move though, his, the um, scorpion was the scorpion kick. kick. The scorpion kick. He so, went, which, if you haven't seen what this is, yeah. go onto YouTube and look up scorpion kick soccer. Yeah. This guy loved risk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there are, there's footage <laughs> of shots coming in to, to his goals. And as a goalie, you're the only person on the ground that can use your hands. <laughs> but instead, he's gone, nah, 
difficulty level, one billion, <laughs> and saves these shots with his feet, sta- doing a handstand and kicking his feet like a scorpion. Yeah, he's like, it's, it's, I don't think he's doing a handstand in it. He literally jumps in the air yeah. to where his body is like horizontal and his legs are bent behind him and... <laughs> Fucking like spikes the ball vo- volleyball style with his fucking the underside of his boots. It's the most coordinated thing I've ever seen. But I also wonder how many goals do you concede learning that? And also, at what point does your coach start phoning it in enough to let you stay out there? <laughs> this dude was insane. He would take free kicks. Yeah, like for goal. Yeah, he he was, <laughs> and he was there. sprint down the field. <laughs> He's, he was batching. With his fucking Rick James jerry curls blowing <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> he was all over it. Oh, man. All right. So we're, so we're going with Colombia. Yep. And look, big fan of Senegal. Yep. I'm a big fan of what they're about. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll, it'll come up a, a little bit later, but basically, O2, when they absolutely scorched it. Yeah. Um, and became like the pinup. Uh, squad for Minos. the rest of Africa. Yeah. Then everybody was like, "This is the shit." Yeah. Um, I just I cannot buy in to Poland nailing a sport. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just sort of go. <laughs> there's there's no part of me yeah, that looks at uh, Poland and you... immediately goes mm, sports. sports. <laughs> just, you literally just you, you literally just looked at the page and audibly said. Yeah, that's a no for me. <laughs> Noland. <laughs> yeah, and Japan will be there or thereabouts, but I think they probably miss out. So I'm going with uh, Senegal and Colombia to go through in one and two. Yep. I am going to go uh, Colombia. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually going to do the same because I have a soft spot for the Senegal O2 team. Love it, it was pretty, pretty amazing run. In- incredible shit. So that is. All of the groups covered, which means that we are then moving on to our new segment. Yes, and I love the name. Yeah. We're going to create a sting for it, but in the meantime, we'll just launch straight into it. Yeah. What, you want to tell the good people what it's called? Yeah. This is going to cover all things news from the the World Cup, yep. all things gossip, Anything that we want to basically ham fist into a segment yeah. goes in here. Our segment that we've lovingly dubbed Just Putting It Out There. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shit, but it's so funny. Oh, God, it's bad. It's we are not only going to ham fist news in there, but we've ham fisted a pun into the title. Uh, all right. First cab off the rank. Yeah. The official World Cup anthem for Russia. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't heard. I was thinking about this today. I was driving today. I'm like, what's the... Nothing has eclipsed uh, <laughs> fucking The Cup of Life by Ricky Martin. <laughs> well, this won't either <laughs> because it is produced by Diplo, <laughs> which immediately oh, wow. sets off alarm bells because he <laughs> yeah. makes audio garbage. <laughs> He is basically a a trash man for records. Uh, and it features Latin sensation Nicky Jam. Who? Thank you. 
They always need to make it Latin though. Oh, because they huge need, they need to tap into that market. Yeah, yeah. Because J-, J Lo did one. Uh, did a did a World Cup song, I think. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it sure. also features Kosovo Albanian singer songwriter Ira Estrefi. That's a no from me. Yeah, it's a no from me as well. <laughs> but you know when you've really got to anchor the team and you go, who do we bring in that's going to provide star power, mu- musical prowess, confidence in the public, and the necessary star power? Yeah, you bring in. 1990s Fresh Prince Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the World Cup anthem what? is produced by Diplo. Oh my features God. a Latin chick, an Albanian songwriter, and oh. Will Smith. Oh my God. And I thought that Pool G was a shit dinner party. Jesus. <laughs> this is awful. That is an absolute Waldorf salad style train wreck. <laughs> oh, oh. A bunch of shit that shouldn't go together. <laughs> it's got way too much blue cheese in it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play you a quick snippet of this song. That is literally, <laughs> that sounds like something that they should play at top volume in haunted houses like horror, like Carnival of Horrors. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> it is just such a badly produced piece of crap. Uh, but <laughs> it is just straight up pass. Is there? <laughs> Where's the Will Smith part? Oh, it's on. just him going, ha 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 ha. I'll find it. Hold on. And here it is. That's it. Uh, that's him. I'm going <laughs> to jump in right now and say for anyone that's ever seen the YouTube clip for the song Miracles by Insane Clown Posse, <laughs> you will know that Will Smith has basically just wrapped a combination of fucking magnets, how do they work, <laughs> and the Lonely Island guys. <laughs> and it sounds... Bizarre. It actually sounds like it was produced by fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks. It sounds horrifying. It is a fucking dumpster fire of a song. It's so bad. And especially once you listen to the lyrics and you find out that effectively what they're yelling the entire time is one life. And (laughs) the main lyric is this. It is just over and over and over again. One life, give it, give it up, because you've got one life. I think that's to stop all the Latin American murders of the teams when they go back home empty-handed. Yeah, this was released direct to Honduras. <laughs> anyway, so there's, there's that. And, and also, if you listen to it, just listen again very, very closely to what I can only describe as pitbull trumpets. Oh, no. I thought that was a fucking jazz accordion. <laughs> no, no, my friend. That is a tanned South American guy playing some bullshit trumpet on a keyboard. <laughs> Just midi trumpet. <laughs> he is there with one finger like a fucking idiot <laughs> playing that. Anyway, so that's the, that's the first part. You can look forward to hearing that seven and a half million times over the next month. Just wanting to pick your own eyes out. Every single ad break. 
So, I told you that I was tipping Mexico. No, you didn't. I sure did. Fine. Anyway, you win this round. (laughs) (laughs) Roll the tape back. (laughs) I say like there's a producer in the dungeon. (laughs) There's not. It's that stuffed lion. (laughs) There is what is called a chest cooler from Coleman's that looks like it's covered in blood. But (laughs) it's not, I promise. Um. Anyway, Mexico. What do you not do a week out from the World Cup? Eat dodgy Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Let's see if that's up on the board. <laughs> what you don't do is have a party with thirty prostitutes. <laughs> it is. What, it is what you do though in Mexico. <laughs> to be fair, these in two thousand eleven, eight members of the Mexican national soccer team were dropped over allegations they were visited by escorts in a team hotel. Yes, that's seven years ago, but you'd think that that would be recent enough that you would go, hey, guys, a week out from the World Cup, we've got three options. We'll make it a democratic vote. Option one, have a night in and watch a movie. Option (laughs) option two, hang out with the Argentinians and read their weird flirting guide. Option three, get 30 prostitutes to the hotel with absolutely no way of stopping them speaking to the press. That is so fucked. So, yeah, they've, they've basically, after this, uh, this friendly against Scotland, have had a massive bender. Um, and it's just one of those ones where also it started on Saturday and it wrapped up at 4 p.m. on Sunday. I'm like, you guys are professional athletes. What? That's stamina. What the fuck? That's yeah, endurance. You're in, you're in match condition. Yeah. Get you to the World Cup. And the best part was that after the... Uh, the <laughs> because they played Scotland. Yeah. It was in Mexico. They've gone, great. They asked uh, the Scottish manager, Alex McLeish, about the match. And he said... He described the match against Mexico on the weekend as an amazing experience and said he was proud of every single one of our players. Also, there is no suggestion that any of my players were at the party the Mexican magazine said took place. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Just coughed straight into the mic. (laughs) Next one. The journalist (laughs) from Germany who broke the story on the Russian doping. Oh, yeah. He's dead. (laughs) He was originally banned from Russia. No surprises there. But that's almost like when you've had way too much to drink and a bouncer says, not tonight, mate. He's saving you. (laughs) He's making sure that you don't go in there and fucking die. The Russians inadvertently were sending a message to this bloke saying, if you come to Russia, we'll kill you. So don't come to Russia. We're giving you one warning. Yeah. And the German embassy lost their shit and was like, freedom of press. So the Russians went, of course, bring him in. (laughs) So you never see Hans again. (laughs) He has been given a visa to Russia. He is. I would not be feeling good if I was him. I bet it's going to start really badly. Like they're going to put a real fat guy next to him on the plane. (laughs) A screaming baby. (laughs) Fucking airline fucks his meal. It would be great. Just flight attendant, flight attendant just spits on him. (laughs) 
that's their that's their main pronged attack. <laughs> We're going to become incredibly irritating. But yeah. then on the way to the airport, he's like, "Well, it was a really annoying trip to Russia, but I didn't get killed. Just get shot at the airport." Yeah. Anyway, the last one is there is a Russian marketing agency that has offered to help restaurants in cities hosting the Soccer World Cup create fake reviews to bump up their ratings on sites like TripAdvisor. Jeez, that doesn't sound like a very Russian thing to do. (laughs) It really doesn't. (laughs) They definitely don't have pedigree in this sort of stuff. (laughs) These guys, and they've they've actually gone ahead and done it, but (laughs) marketing, their marketing campaign... And it's a company called Bacon Agency, which immediately <laughs> instills a shit ton of faith. Yeah. They've got this PDF that's going around and it says, what can you do if no Serbs and no Swedes have ever been to your venue and left a review? Dot, dot, dot. You write it yourself. <laughs> so for £422, oh this agency God. promises a spot in TripAdvisor's top 10. Now, wow. as someone who has run a business, I can tell you right now that this is exactly like the guys who call you and tell you, you know what, I give you top spot on Google. Yeah. <laughs> I give you five. I give you five. <laughs> Fucking Uber drivers. But they've, they've basically gone, uh, we are definitely going to make it easy for you to get into the top 10. And so TripAdvisor came out and they've just gone... We oppose any attempt to manipulate a business's ranking. We have an entire investigations team who are proactive and extremely effective at catching those trying to solicit fake reviews for money. Now we know where to look. <laughs> oh, TripAdvisor fucking... <laughs> they have put in the hammer down. Set this on fire, but there's a lot of... <laughs> it's not like a well-covered scam... Or a particularly that good... Is the, that, that, that is the most Russian, <laughs> Russian scam thing ever. ever. Just really brazen... Hiding in plain yeah, sight. exactly. <laughs> so, it's more than that. It's just straight up telling you what they're going to do. There's a, couple, there's a couple of places that were immediately found. Uh, as one of them is a place called Pepperoncino, which is an <laughs> Italian place. They had two reviews, then... In a fortnight, they received 45. <laughs> and then from there... I thought you were going to say like 45,000. No, they, they received 45. 32 of them were from basically the same account, but just changing a few letters each time. Oh, so it's like God. John 365J, oh. John 345Q, <laughs> John Loves Food 345. <laughs> Oh wow, four hundred and twenty-two pounds seems like not a not a lot. It's it's fucking heaps though, especially when it's just literally one. Or what I assume is one dude just changing to John three eighty-five fucking p. Yeah, and just like doing it forty-five in two weeks is fucked. Yeah, because that's one place. Yeah. You think about it and go, I'm positive that Bacon Agency is one fat bloke just being like, it is. Here's a brochure. Yeah. <laughs> we get your top 10. <laughs> you want the money? Anyway, so we'll follow, follow that because what that does for us is hopefully means that people are going to go rogue and rival restaurants will start posting one star reviews on each other's stuff to combat the five star reviews be the best. being posted by Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Oh, everybody's shit. <laughs> Alrighty. So, that's our new seg, which means that we are into 
a look at World Cup historical battles from the past. Nice. AKA bygone battlers. Love it. There's so many, Rick. Yeah. There's so many minnow great, great stories. Yeah. But this one sort of takes the cake. 1938. Yeah. Right on the precipice of World War II. Mm. There's a World Cup held. Yeah. <clears throat> and there is a full-blown boycott from South America. Not because there's an impending war, but because FIFA had reneged on a promise to alternate the World Cup hosting between Europe and South America. So they <laughs> spat the dummy. Oh, my God. And went, nah, we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> that is so childish. It's, in, it's insane. But... <laughs> it's sort of one of those ones of South America's like, yeah, we, we're not going because you guys are not playing fair. Most of the rest of the world is like, are you guys fucking aware <laughs> of it's what is happening? It's the World Cup and the World War. Both of those are bad right now. <laughs> but <laughs> the things that happened were scenarios like the qualifications came about and there were some uh, some interesting things that happened on the lead into it. One of those was already qualified nation of Austria was incapable of going to the World Cup because Nazi Germany annexed it. Oh, heavy. Pre-World <laughs> pre Cup. Yikes. And, and then they were like, FIFA's gone. Well, I guess that's another spot someone else can have. Where was it held? Uh, it was being held in Europe. Yep. Pretty. Yep. Europe. <laughs> sure was. France. <laughs> right. Been, been held in France. Um, bunch of other nations withdrew. Japan, China, who were at war with each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Australia. We've got our own shit going on. We've got our own We've party. got our own stuff. Australia withdrew. New Zealand, the Philippines, huge loss, the World Cup. <laughs> But it did mean that Indonesia, known as the Dutch East Indies, yeah. were the only side left in the Asian qualification draw. No way. And when the US uh, declined the offer of a match with the winner qualifying for the finals, the US were like, no, we have this war. <laughs> we have to build all of the weapons and not enter it till 1941. <laughs> but the Indonesians went through unopposed. They... Treated it as a holiday. They went to France in a boat, a journey that took what? several weeks oh from God. Indonesia. Holy shit. And you can imagine 1938, it's not oh. a good boat. It's that, so a th this was essentially, boat. when all was said and done, like a three-month bender. Yeah. yeah. They just got on the piss. Holy shit. Took a, took a, a pleasure cruise to, to France. They, they had all these players that no one had ever heard of and they played like people that no one had ever heard of. <laughs> they so it was a it was a knockout comp at that point. Oh, Sixteen right. teams, you lose your first match, you're out. You're out, right? Uh, they lost to Hungary in their first match, six nil. Is that all? Six nil, and they celebrated like they just won the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> Got back on a boat, travelled for fuckloads of weeks home. Oh my god! But that is trumped by Cuba, the great soccer nation of Cuba, 
when all other South American countries pulled out of the World Cup in 1938 due to the impending war slash dispute with FIFA, Cuba said, you guys are softer than butter. (laughs) 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 Got the fuck to France. Yeah. And said, bonjour Paris, je m'appelle Cuba. (laughs) So, again. We came here to dance salsa and fuck shit up. (laughs) We're all out of salsa. (laughs) So, again... So, to knock out, so they're drawn against Romania, who apparently were good. <laughs> <laughs> so, records show that they were okay. Uh, ever since I was a little boy, I've always been a fan of Romania. Romania. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they I've it- always been a lifelong fan of Dutch East Indies. <laughs> So they managed to knock out a draw against Romania. <laughs> and they are pumped. Oh. They are pumped about this rig. <laughs> However, in 1938, there's no draws. Yeah. Oh. Because it's a, it's, knockout. It, it's a knockout. Yeah. But also, they hadn't figured out the intricacies and mechanics of a penalty shootout. <laughs> so similar to the AFL Salsa grand final. <laughs> Salsa off. They simply replayed it a few days later. And similarly, the AFL Grand Final, Lionel Richie was the entertainment. <laughs> but they literally came back and they managed to get up over Romania. Wow. They win. They get through the first round. Yeah. And they draw Sweden in the quarters. Yeah. And Cuba are cocky as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they are in the media talking shit about, about fucking about fucking meatballs and blonde <laughs> hair. They they didn't know what IKEA or ABBA were. They hadn't been created yet, but my God, were they talking smack about them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you idiots! Buy a hammer. <laughs> what is an Allen key? <laughs> anyway, so this quarterfinal set for an epic epic minnow victory, etc. Like there, that's the best chance. That a minnow's had to this point. Right. Mind you, it's only two World Cups. Yeah. But Sweden, they score three times in eight minutes and eventually <laughs> go on to win the game eight zip. Oh, shit. And their fans apparently were fucking merciless. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> like, I can imagine. Just were having none of it. <laughs> After reading in newspapers, just slander from Cuba. Oh, fuck. Who then, who then fucked off home. And uh, the final one for today is El Salvador, oh. whose national team are called Los Culscatelcos. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's meant to sound like. Which I'm positive translates to the cuttlefish. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing strikes ha- <laughs> fear, fear into the, the hearts heart. of your opponent. Ooh, the noble cuttlefish. <laughs> All right. 1970. They beached. They beat. They beached. <laughs> they beached. <laughs> they beached. They beat Dutch Guiana, now S- Suriname. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Netherlands Antilles, which Antilles, ceased yeah. Antilles, which ceased to exist in 2010. <laughs> the next round sees them sneak past Honduras, and the fan unrest during the next match would be the catalyst for the Hundred Days War that erupted between the two nations a month after the match. Yes. It kicked off because of this match. Yeah. <laughs> An actual war rig. <laughs> and mind you, Honduras are kind of a look at us, we'll stab you kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> but Hundred Day War because... Honduras is king-inning you in the pub. <laughs> oh, 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 big time. 
Uh, so they get to the World Cup. They get drawn in a group alongside Mexico, Belgium, and the Soviet Union. They proceed to lose all their matches, concede nine goals, and exit the World Cup in the first round, even though blatant refereeing bias saw the Mexicans score a goal from an El Salvador free kick during the match. What? Do you know how hard you've got to cheat to do that? <laughs> so it goes down. You award a free kick to El Salvador, but then go, but Mexico gets to take it. <laughs> what the living shit? <laughs> now, we're no soccer football guys, guys. but... That doesn't sound right. <laughs> it sounds incredibly wrong, Rig. It sounds super wrong. But that brings us to the end of Bygone Battlers and means that uh we're pretty much at the start, mate. We're pretty we're pretty much in the home the home stretch into the into the opening ceremony. Into the big show. Yeah, yeah. mate. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a hell of a month. Uh luckily we're not cooped up in a methane filled Hotel room. So yeah, I'm yeah. Pretty, uh, I'm 11 out of 10 glad that we're not in Russia. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, oh, we were the, the bears were waiting for us at the airport. They were, <laughs> they were they talking were a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, online. They heard what we'd said about their uh, uh, their curlers. Yeah, <laughs> and their bobsled pilots. Yeah, they were after f- Pyeongchang. <laughs> they were cut as snakes. So I was like, we. Uh, so yeah, we've we've obviously got that that. Happening for the we we spelled out at the at the start of the show all the shows that we're going to be doing across the the breadth the length of the World Cup, and I think if you haven't, well, I mean I think a lot of people would have, but if you haven't, uh, please like our page on Facebook, Medallica Colon Minnows versus the World, uh, and we will let you know through there and through our Gus and Rig Instagram uh, when our shit is dropping. Absolutely. I think that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. That's it. We'll catch you next time. See you guys.